Let me tell you about American Giant. American made men's, uh, used to mean something. It really meant something. It's, it meant that it was solid and good, and it was a product with true merit made by people here in the country. Now, when you buy something American made, it's really not. But when you buy American Giant clothing, every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink, everything is made and assembled here. So you're not just buying clothing, you're buying something, you're buying a movement to bring Americans back to American made. You can buy stuff that is cheaper and you get cheaper quality made by people overseas who aren't paid a living wage, or you can buy the quality that will last generations and restore America. American Giant, there's one in all of us. Find yours at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com It is Friday. We begin in 60 seconds. Stand by. First, let me tell you about Car Shield. You might get away with rolling the dice for a while after your car warranty goes out. Yeah. Good luck with that. Hey, by the way, it's easy to get a new car. Stu, you're getting your new car today. Today. Right? Today's yeah. the day. And I ordered it pretty much just yesterday, right. 14 months ago. And so it's a 2021? Uh, no, it's 2022. 2022. It is, yes. Yeah, you know when uh, when a uh, very famous car company uh, went out of business, Bentley, 1929, mm. um, everything that was sold in 1935 was still a 1929. It was built in 1929. They just had them left over. And they're like, <laughs> slap the label. So is, that, is this a 2021 with a new label on it? No, it's a 2022. Uh, uh-huh. Although I will say some 2023s have already been delivered. So I'm, okay, other good. people are getting 2023s before I'm getting 2022s. Well, it's wonderful. Some people are just looking for like a 2007, <laughs> right? And they are more they're more expensive than some of the new cars. It's I don't understand how that works. Anyway, Car Shield, when your warranty goes out, do you want to have to deal with getting a new car? Do you want to deal with trying to pay for the chips or whatever that goes into the car? Get carshield.com slash Beck, carshield.com slash Beck, or call 800-391-8888, 800-391-8888. It's carshield.com slash Beck. 14 months I've waited for this car, and it has been essentially a drought the entire time. And yet today, the day I'm picking it up, it's pouring rain. <laughs> it is a monsoon outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. It's been like, I, we have like no rain. No rain for months and months and months, it feels like. And the day you get your car after waiting a year and a half, 
I mean, there is a God. To me, it says there is a God. <laughs> it, it's either I've done something to the like no, the dimensional he's just got forces. A good and sense of humor could be that. Yeah, I also think it could be that the car is going to burn so much gas, it's actually preeminent. It's already like preemptively <laughs> ruining the climate, which I'm fine with too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Okay, um, let me just give you. A, a, I love this. This comes from the Federalist today. Everything that Democrats claim is a threat to democracy. <laughs> Have you noticed that everything seems to be? Well, here's the list. Donald Trump, of course, right? Threat to democracy. Then Republicans. Just generally. Just generally. Mm -hmm. Threat to democracy. Well, first it was MAGA Republicans. And now it's just Republicans. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ted Cruz. uh, Threat to democracy. Josh Hawley. Hmm. Threat to democracy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ron DeSantis, of course he is. He's an extreme threat to democracy, quoting Mm. Dr. Oz, an impaired (laughs) Fetterman who doesn't pose a threat to our democracy is better than a polished Oz who does. Mm. That's what's at stake here. Yeah. Oz is a threat to our democracy. They're doing their best to find a path through that. Is this crazy? Who buys this stuff? I don't know who buys that. I will say we have Selena Zito on today. Oh, who's like the reporter in Pennsylvania uh, on this stuff. I've I've not read it yet. I'm oh. interested to talk to her about it. I read she this new piece. She, yeah, she has a new op-ed piece. She is one of my favorite reporters uh, because she actually she doesn't live in the big cities. She lives in Pennsylvania, and she just she never takes the freeway. She never takes an airplane. She will drive to wherever she is to uh, report on something because she wants to get a feel for the real people. And so when she's doing a story, she just kind of hangs out where all of the real people are. That way, she's not an outsider. You know, she kind of has a a bead on the pulse. (laughs) You're describing this like she's an alien. That's journalism. What you're describing no, is just that the definition. Is, I know. That is an alien today. <laughs> That's what made me laugh. It's like yeah. the typical reporter now literally just looks at Twitter, searches right. for their keywords, puts a bunch of tweets in the story, and sends it to the editor. Right. Where Selena and the editor actually, says, wait, 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 wait. You can't say that. you got to put in there a threat to democracy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they insert it. Selena right. actually goes and talks to people, and it's why her reporting has been so good, especially right. in the past couple and cycles. accurate. Yeah. Accurate, really accurate. So she's joining us. Talk about the fallout from the Fetterman debate. And she's like the only voice. I've been waiting to talk to her all week. She's the only voice I will trust on what's really happening on the ground. Uh, Also threat to democracy now is Tudor Dixon. Mm -hmm. She's, quote, a huge threat to our democracy. Ron Johnson is a threat to our democracy. I I like this. Legitimately conducted elections. The American Time magazine, American democracy cannot survive unless the far right is marginalized. Here's how to do it. Oh, good. That's Thank an you. article in Time magazine. Thank you, Time. Right. Appreciate it. Um, should Republicans win, they will certainly attempt to end our democracy as we know it in oh, their states. Obviously, that's definitely the main thing we're looking yeah. for. We, You know. If anything, the the American right has been against the Constitution all this time. The and whole time. The, the, the entire time. We hate it. And we just don't like it. Yeah. Even though we talk about it all the time to fool you guys. But yeah. <laughs> generally speaking, we just dislike our system so much. Right. It's not you guys on the left that are constantly but, criticizing it and lighting cities on fire. Can, that's can, not That's not it. Do you remember, Stu, when we talked about... Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Do you remember when we talked about the Fabian 
yeah, society. society yeah. What do you, what do you recall from that? Oh gosh, you're you're bringing. Me. Yeah, start with the window. Do you remember the window? Stained glass window. Uh, oh wow, you didn't learn a damn thing. I, well, I wasn't did listening to the show. Even, I should point that out. No, I do. It's been a long time. The show? I did. I watched the show a lot. I learned a lot back then. And then other meaningless information has entered my brain and has has won the battle against that that particular series of shows. Apparently, uh, you'll start talking about it in all room. Okay, so so listen to this. So you remember the Fabian Socialists? Let me just recap. Fabian Socialists were st- was started by George Bernard Shaw mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of other. They they started the London School of Economics. Yep. Okay. Everybody loves the London School. Oh, the London School of Economics. Yeah. You know who's involved in it now? George Soros. So it was started. This school was started by the Fabian Socialists, and. And they're the um, the shield or their um, logo, if you will, is an actual wolf in sheep's clothing. (laughs) Not real subtle. I think we got it here. But listen to this. Uh, The window. They're talking about this stained glass window, which I didn't know. I was doing some research on this the other day. Um, It was stolen in 1978 and it was gone till like 2002. They didn't know where it was. And then it shows up at Sotheby's and they sell it. And I'm wondering, wait, how do you, it was stolen. Usually stolen stuff doesn't get auctioned doesn't by get the auctioned. big auction houses. I, I have no idea. Anyway, the window explicitly reflects the goal of the Fabian Society to portray an outward role contrary to its real character, to use deception in pursuing its ultimate aim. Specifically, a wolf's in sheep clothing is the image that appears in the shield above the world being wrought in the Fabian mold. The biblical reference comes from the New Testament and warning where Jesus was warning about false prophets that come in sheep's clothing, but apparently ravaging wolves. Uh, Authors G. Edward Griffin in his book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, had given voice to this reality that this shield image highlights the distinguishing figure of the uh, feature of the Fabians. As compared to the communist Fabian's desire to create a socialist state using subversive tactics opposed to the communist method of revolution and violence. We we talked about this in 2008, but that's what you're seeing now. They're just so desperate and they no longer have the media to give it credibility before they used to be able to say that's a threat to democracy and the media would parrot that. And everybody would go, that's a threat to democracy. Now we're on to the game. All of the wolves and sheep, we're like, guys, we see the teeth. We know you're not a sheep. We know now. And it is, it's phenomenal to see once you wake up, how clear everything becomes. It's, it's really, I mean, this is biblical. This is, uh, I don't know. We're living in an incredible period of history right now. It's also helpful when they put the actual wolf in sheep's clothing in their logo. Right. That <laughs> really is helpful to right. help us see it clearly. But still, people, people in England don't. People still don't. I mean, it was it was the, the you know, um, uh, monster from Jekyll Island, that book mm-hmm. that was the first to really reveal, hey, by the way, look at the window. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Um, let's see. And you know what? Selena Zito talks about that. Let me just give you this. She talks about that in, uh, the Fetterman thing. 
Uh, Where is she? Uh, Here it is. The painful story of how John Fetterman arrived at Tuesday night's humiliation. Listen to this. This is amazing. Most of the voters watching it surely seem and speak at small rallies where he struggled on the best, um, but he seemed okay. But now they were fully realizing that he was just repeating memorized lines and could not actually comprehend when others tried to converse with him. Many of those watching had no idea how bad Fetterman's health was, causing disbelief that no one had reported this sooner. Many were angry that Democrats and reporters knew about this the whole time. One reporter who did mention Fetterman's inability to converse, NBC News reporter Dasha Burns, was viciously attacked for her dispassionate reporting, not just from Fetterman's campaign and supporters, but also blue check journalist on Twitter and her own NBC News colleague, Savannah Guthrie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unfortunately, the accurate story about Fetterman instead became a false story about Burns and even an attempt to destroy her career. This included a veiled threat from Fetterman's wife, who used her large platform to demand an apology from Burns while threatening consequences for her reporting. One has to wonder what those consequences would have been. And so the truth about John Fetterman's cognitive abilities remained buried, a secret, but a secret well known to journalists with personal access to him since late July and to those who have observed him failing to comprehend anything his supporters say to him on the rope line. They said and wrote nothing. The question is, why? Were they afraid they would receive the vicious cancel treatment and threats that Burns got? Were they afraid they would hurt the political team that they were not so secretly rooting for? Either reason is a stain on the journalistic profession. Those culpable should really never again mock anyone who questioned the honesty of the press. Then she goes into how the Democrats were doing the same thing. This is the way it used to work. This is why they try everything to silence you. They do everything they can to control social media because social media really is talk radio was the only defense before social media. It was programs like this in Rush Limbaugh that allowed you to talk, allowed the voice of middle America to be heard. No other format allowed that. We also because of Rush Limbaugh, had millions and millions and millions of listeners. And that hadn't happened before. So that was the beginning of the end. Once, I mean, I worked, you know, 30 years to gain an audience, learn enough to be able to have people want to hear what I have to say. And trust that I'm not a complete idiot. I am an idiot, but not a complete idiot. Um, But the audience now has an audience. You can have an audience. You most likely do, even if it's a couple hundred on Facebook. You have an audience every day. That's what they've got to stop. Because that's the regular person, whether they're the crazy guy that nobody talks to down, you know, on the corner that everybody's like, hey, kids, don't talk to him. Uh, and don't definitely don't take any candy from him. He's a teacher. 
Um, you know, you got that guy. Never, nobody ever heard him. But that guy who's like, you know, pedophilia is not that bad. He's now got, you know, 5,000 people because there's 5,000 people that believe that. That's what they try to use as a threat to democracy. Are those people who have lived amongst us forever, but they were quiet. I'd rather know who they are. But the media needs to build those voices up to scare you, to scare you. So you go, somebody's got to stop this. And you go running into the arms of the people who are trying to silence everybody, not just the pedophiles, everybody. But now, because the genie's out of the bottle and with Elon Musk yesterday taking over Twitter, last night, 11 o'clock, he tweeted, the bird is free. Uh, things are going to change. You don't trust the media anymore. What's sad is a lot of people now are getting their news from TikTok. TikTok. I've never seen anybody with a clue on TikTok. By the way, that's another thing. Did you know that TikTok, the algorithm here, shows us stupid people? The algorithm for America shows us stupid people, shows us doing stupid things. We all laugh. <laughs> Do you know what the algorithm is for TikTok in China? The algorithm there highlights young people doing amazing things. Now, is that a coincidence that they know by showing people doing amazing things in China, it will shape their culture into people going, that's how you become famous, a star, or that's how you succeed. And ours is, I just ate 12 boogers from my friend's nose. <laughs> and that's what makes you a star in America. I mean, that video in particular was pretty good, but I know what you're saying generally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never yeah. seen anybody okay. do that before. No. I mean, I was like, was he's not going to eat another one. Oh, he just <laughs> did it. <laughs> is there possibly a warning sign when i think it's 24 percent of all young people get their news from the directly from the chinese government do you think that that could have any negative consequences you in know, our future donald trump was right the first one of the one of the last things he did was ban it well, and one he, of the he has no he could no power no, to ban it but he but he he had the right he, instinct yeah he there kicked to get his legs out and they were wobbly and the first thing that biden did was shore him up I will say, and he's, you know, look, Trump was right on that, as well as a lot of other people who recognize we should not get our freaking news directly from the Chinese government. I, why on earth would anyone think that's okay? We all know the Chinese because, communist government is not a good influence on the United States. nobody, let me explain why that's right. working in just a minute. 60 seconds. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Um, it's that, that walk that you have gone on with your dog every day. The one that bothers your knees in the end, one that bothers you because you're back or whatever it is. It's that couple of hours you like to be send, uh, spend sitting in one place, leaning over a table, putting all that that World War II fighter plane model together and feeling like you just got attacked by that plane when you stand up. It's just about being able to feel good in the morning when otherwise you might not. That's what Relief Factor is all about. Relief Factor wants to give you those times back. Get your life back. If you're in pain, please try this. It reduces inflammation, hits it four different uh, ways. Ibuprofen is only hitting it one. 
That's why it does. Ibuprofen doesn't do jack for me. This works for me. It's a miracle. And for so many people, it's the same. 1995 to try it out for three weeks. Take it as directed. See if it doesn't work for you. Relieffactor.com. Call 800, the number four, relief. It's not a drug, so it's not going to space you out. This is, this is great, all natural. 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. So double whammy on the um, on the podcast today. We have uh, Carrie Lake is our uh, is our podcast um, uh, that we released. I think on Tuesday or Wednesday. And then who is it? It's uh, Vody, right? Vody Bachman from Africa. He was in town. He's an amazing guy. An amazing guy. He's a preacher uh, from America. Grew up in the streets of L.A. Now in Africa, he's running a university there. But boy, he tells it like it is. Doesn't really put up with the woke stuff, I noticed. No, not, not, no. not a fan. Not a fan. Mm. Not a fan. Really, really smart guy. So, yeah, really great guy. He was actually, um, they wanted um, him to be the uh, head of the Southern Baptist Convention. And uh, because there's a political split in that. Um, it, didn't, it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Um, however, he is playing a big role in that to try to save that faith, that group of people, and make sure they're not getting into wokeism. Anyway, um, we were talking about um, the media, and Stu, before we went into a break, you said, uh, oh, you don't even remember. No. This is trouble, because I'm using you to remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about the media. We were talking about TikTok. Know, talk, here's TikTok, why it doesn't. Chinese here's government. why it doesn't. Here's why people are getting their news because people trust other people, even if they don't know them. They trust someone else more than they trust the media. It's why when you look like the media, when you are all polished and produced. It's not as effective as when you're just holding your phone and telling the story. People feel they want to get it from somebody like them closest to the, the situation. Program. I want you to hear from Olivia, whose visit to a preborn clinic made all the difference in the world. Listen. So I felt like the only ones that were really there for me were the women at the clinic and it actually did empower me and help me. I was late enough to get my ultrasound. Still remember, you know, feeling everything. Um, it was changing. I said I would not get an abortion. So I was gonna raise this baby with or without him. So he said without. I think if I didn't find the clinic and I probably would have considered abortion, the women there are just so kind and they're just so genuine. I would not be this strong without the clinic. So, my dreams now revolve around my son. Here's the amazing thing. I've talked to many of these women uh, and been to the clinics of preborn, and they don't just they don't just save the baby. They they work hard to save the family and the mom, and they're there after birth for many years. Please join the preborn family. All gifts are tax deductible. One hundred percent of your gift goes goes towards saving babies. Just dial pound two fifty. Say the keyword baby. Pound 250, say the keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn.com slash Beck. 
BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. And welcome to Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. So, Stu. It's Friday. Um, what mm. is the biggest story of the week or the thing that is mm. that everybody should everybody should go, wait a minute, wait a minute. And it doesn't have to be, it could be any story. Hmm. Any story. Any story from the week. May I uh, jump in here first? Yes. John Fetterman's debate. That I think was going to be biggest... my answer as well. Oh, crap. Yeah. Sorry, I was just giving Bastard. you time to think of something else. No. Uh, the Fetterman debate, uh, which I just took from Pat as his idea, but I'd like to comment yeah. on your idea if I could. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Uh, just to give you an update, there's been a couple polls that have come out since the debate. Uh, Oz one, up. One has Oz up three. Another Love one just it. released has Oz up two. That should be six yeah, to eight. I, I yeah, wanted six or should. seven. That's what I yeah. wanted. I was yeah. hoping for six or seven. Now, these are the first couple, so sometimes after these big cultural events happen, people don't necessarily watch them live. They see all the clips afterward and everything else, all the conversation afterwards. So sometimes it takes a little bit to build. The good news, Oz ahead. Bad news, I would like to see more. Uh-huh. That's what I would like to see. Uh-huh. But we're, I mean, you had to be just perplexed that this even occurred, weren't you, Pat? I mean, I, I can't even yeah. believe they let the guy on stage. I know, and I think they really regret it, even though they're trying to paint it as, he did just a marvelous job. Oh, <laughs> he did so much better than anybody even anticipated. Do you remember, do you remember how he? they treated Ross <laughs> Perot's uh, running mate? Um, General Stockdale. Stockdale, who oh, was yeah, fully competent, oh my gosh. but not a politician. Right. And they were talking all this politic mumbo-jumbo between the two of them, and he went, I don't even know why I'm here. And they, because what he was making a comment on is, I don't do this. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous, and everybody knows it. But the media spun it like, yeah, like we wonder that what he was too. Doing. He didn't know what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. He was an admiral, by the way, not a general. Yeah, admiral. An admiral Thank Stockdale. you. Yeah, but yeah, he was yeah. a really well, uh, like accomplished oh, guy big. with an incredible history. Yeah. And they just, just I used him. to call him Lieutenant Colonel uh, Stockdale. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a lot of titles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, it, it, it was a, it was amazing what used to happen. Yes, and now and they act like, and now they're acting like this is normal. Yes, yes, and you're supposed to welcome him with open arms. Oh, what do you hate? Disabled people all of a sudden? <laughs> it's so transparent. It's so ridiculous. Yes, I just hate all disabled people. That's it's it, like honestly, it would be like taking your driver's test. From a blind man. Right. I, I don't. Well, you don't like blind it. people right. now? Turn well, here. Not, not Wait. to drive. Right here. Now? Turn. It's a house if I turn now. <laughs> turn now. <laughs> okay, not a good idea. That's a good example, too, because you love blind people. They're fine. Nobody has a problem with a blind person. No. You just don't want them driving. Correct. Correct. Right? I don't want my Uber driver right. to have a giant white stick with a red well, stripe at the bottom off of the bumper. He I just don't. has trouble processing road signs. That's, That's it. All. That's, That's it. all. That's all. It's That's no it. big deal. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, that he, it's, he's still thinking about how to drive. He can still move his arms back and forth. <laughs> hey. He, his feet work fine. It's just he can't right. see what the road signs or the dots on the road mean. He, doesn't, he can't process them. He and, can see them. He just can't process I mean, do, them. I, can we go lower? Can we have a lower bar for standards 
Think I, of that. Can we? I have think a we load can of- and probably will <laughs> very yeah. soon. I can't look what they've gotten us used to already. You got a president who's compromised. You've got a speaker of the house who I think is compromised. We talked about Diane Feinstein. You got John Fetterman. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, um, our prayers should be on mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi's husband. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there Crazy. was something that happened. There was a break in at the house. Yeah. Uh, and he was beaten. And was beaten badly. And he's in the hospital. Good they God. expect him to fully recover. But yeah. But yeah, he's I mean, he's what, 82 or yeah, something? That's bad. Yeah, really that's bad. bad. No idea about any what the motive was, whether it was a normal break in or something else. Who knows? I mean, we know what the left is saying. In fact, I'm looking at Twitter. They're saying it already that, of course, it was some conservative who broke in to do this. No, uh, we don't know anything about it. So uh, and if instead, it was, of, we won't he's be like no them. conservative and. Right, we won't be like them. We won't. Yeah. We won't predict the news here. We will just wait for it, the facts to come out. Uh, but uh, either way, I mean, it's it's obviously a terrible, terrible incident. I mean, it, you know, mm-hmm. Nancy doesn't live exactly in a bad neighborhood. This is not, you know so. everything there now is a bad neighborhood. Yeah, that's the problem. I the mean, everything mm-hmm. is bad now, and and these people that that think that their friends are on the left, you're seeing it. We saw it with the View this week when. You know, they, they weren't protesting Ted Cruz. They were protesting the show, The View, for not covering climate change enough. And Whoopi oh screams, you know, hey, let us do our job. And they, they just disrupted the whole show. She should have said, hey, we're a bunch of idiots and we don't understand anything. So don't ask us to talk about something complicated. Because <laughs> that would have made sense. You really want that? You really want them talking about climate? I, no, I, you don't trust me. Whether no. no matter what side you're on, you don't want well, these wrong idiots about talking everything. about it. They yes. don't have a single fact in their heads ever. I mean, combined, they don't have a fact in their heads. It's like how can we combine the absolute dumbest people in our society on a mm-hmm. show? How do yeah. we do it? Hey, well, let me try Jersey Shore. Let's try this. We've talked about this multiple times. You remember how uh, how tied up or or buttoned up. You used to have to be on CNN and Fox. Oh, my God. If you would have screwed up the facts every night. One time. <laughs> I mean, just one time would have been enough probably yeah. to get you off the air. Oh, it, oh, that was made very clear to uh, us. Yeah. Do you remember? That? Oh, yeah. I'm the only person to ever lose money working at Fox News <laughs> because I paid a million dollars a year for my own research team. Because to I check knew. everything. It had to be checked, right. double checked, triple checked before you went with it on the It's like you cannot do it. And we were lucky. We worked at, at, at CNN, which hated me. And we had to, they would not let the show air live. Yeah. And, uh, and so we had to tape it. And sometimes it would take three hours to tape a one hour show Crazy. because they'd stop it and say, give me the facts on that. We like, we've already, it's everything's footnoted. That can't be true. Okay, here it is. And so we'd argue back and forth. We never changed a word of the script, but they would check everything. Whereas the witches in the coven on The View uh, just spew out nonsense (laughs) every single day and nobody even calls them on it. And that's a branch of ABC News. Do you know that? I do. Yes, I do. ABC News. That's Barbara Walters' show. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, So anyway... It's nobody's nobody's listening. Nobody's watching. What is the I'd love to see the ratings of the view over the last 10 years. I don't I mean, I don't know why. I guess because it's on television. 
I don't know anybody. Do you know anybody who watches television? I don't, especially not The View. Yeah. I don't know anybody who watches it. But I, I, don't, I don't even know anybody who watches primetime television. No, no. Mm-mm, I don't. I mean, the only time I turn on, you know, the cable or the satellite is to watch Tucker and football. Yeah. That's, that's the only time I watch is for that's football. It. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is. So how do these people, I mean, is no one telling them? Guys, you're losing everybody. <laughs> everybody. Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently I, not. I mean, it's a little difficult to, it's sort of the, the story of television right now, where their their ratings against their opponents, daytime talk shows, are pretty strong. Yeah, but their ratings, on The View? Yes. Their ratings sure. versus, wow. their, you know, their old ratings are very, very much down. I mean, their, their audience is much uh-huh. smaller than it used to be, but it, as it compares to the other shows, it does yeah, pretty that's, well. Yeah, you want to look at... I don't want to get all technical here, but you want to look at Cume. Mm-hmm. You want to look at how many eyeballs are watching. Well, it definitely seems like it's fallen off in dramatic fashion as far as cultural impact. I, like, I mean, we, there were times where we did this show where it was like the big topic for multiple weeks at a time, The View, mm-hmm. where someone would say something stupid usually, and it was like a big deal, and everyone was talking about what they said on The View. I mean, when's the last time mm-hmm. Joy Behar said anything of... Well, I'd have to go back to the 1400s for Joy Behar saying something of consequence. But I mean, when she was like, I'm getting pretty old. <laughs> but like, you know, like Elizabeth Hasselbeck, remember when she was on yeah, that show? Yeah. And like people like mm-hmm. there were like big blow ups all the time. They were it was a big news story. Seemingly uh, every other week there was a big blow up on that show. I mean, I guess occasionally when Megan McCain was on there, there were some stories that that once in a while. every once in a yeah. while. But really, I can't remember the last time we, we heard anything. The only time we have any clips are when Whoopi says something clearly demonstrably false. <laughs> and that's been the one consistent thing since and the beginning of the show. she's done that multiple times. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's a horrible human being. But um, I'm not judging her. Not judging no, her. No, no, no. She'll burn, I was, just I was just, she's I was, burn in the fires of hell. Yeah. I, I for was, all time. And right. For, but who are we to judge? Nobody. Nobody. You're not nobody. a judge. Nobody. No one's judge. You're no one's judge. I was very disappointed in her when she justified blackface uh, from her then all boyfriend. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... We don't bring that up anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Stay with us, Pat, because I want to. I want to talk to you about Elon Musk and Twitter. That may be uh, a, the biggest story of the week as well, but we just don't know it yet. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up in just a few minutes. Stand by. First, let me ask you something about your mobile phone service company. Um, the money you send them every single month. Now, that would be a weird question to ask. Hey, you know that money you send? Uh, what are they doing with it? You'd usually be like, I don't care. However, when you find out that some of the big cell service uh, providers are funding Planned Parenthood, I don't know. I don't know. I have a problem with that. So can you switch to a company that is not spending their money, your hard-earned money that you pay them, They take their money. Can you find a company that is not going to do that? Every time you make a phone call, you're you're fueling the end of the republic. Yeah, there is one company. It's the only Christian conservative phone mobile phone service out there. It is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile. You're going to get great service. They're on the same cell tower, so you're going to get the same coverage. Uh, And all everybody's in America, uh, so you're going to get. You know, people, when you call and need help, you know, they they speak American. Uh, and you also will save a buttload of money every month. They have something for everybody. You just call them up. 
and switch today. And by the way, you can get free activation with the offer code Beck free. All you have to do is just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call them at 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you speak American. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So Elon Musk, he's got a big task. He's got to figure out how this company that has had more free advertising than any other company on the in the history of the world, mm-hmm. Twitter, uh, how, how come they're not making money? Let me give you a little uh, tip. This is, uh, from tick- this is from TikTok made by one of the uh, Twitter employees. Listen to this. Welcome to a day in my life as a Twitter employee. So this past week went to SF for the first time at a Twitter office, badged in, honestly took a moment to just soak everything in. What a blessing. Also started my morning off with an iced matcha from the perch. <laughs> then I had a meeting, so mm-hmm. quickly scheduled one of these little pod rooms which were so cool they're literally noise canceling took my meeting got ready for lunch look how delicious this food looks oh my goodness i was so overwhelmed then made my way down to this log cabin area i don't know what this is but it was really cool played some foosball with my friends played some foosball done wine from the meal of course Mm-hmm. Also found this really cool mm-hmm. meditation room. Oh, a meditation that oh, I thought was super neat. Super. Um, I didn't do any yoga, but they had oh, this yoga room. Yoga room. Yogi, so also thought that was really cool. Um, had a couple more meetings in the afternoon. Had a ton of projects that we needed to knock right. out. Say hey to my teammates. Um, <laughs> went to the went to the library to kind of get some more work done. Obviously had to have our afternoon coffee, so made some espresso, Being and then before. Before leaving for the day, had some red wine on red wine. that's on uh-huh. tap. Okay. Went up to the rooftop and just honestly enjoyed <laughs> the beautiful. Just unwind. Just yeah. Now, I can't from, awesome trip. Can't. She's unwinding from the stress of grueling. unwinding. Yeah, yeah. What a grueling from the yoga day session. Yeah, yeah. Uh, grueling, grueling, and well, uh, and, the, and the lunch. Don't I can't imagine. The well, they have chefs there, really cut top chefs. I, it looked really and good. I can't. Looked uh, really good. Uh, I can't. I can't imagine what he's going to cut. What could you possibly <laughs> cut, cut to save money? It's <sighs> it's wow. It's amazing. And you know, companies are struggling with this now. You can't get. Remember when we used to say, "Yeah, wait until they get into the real world." Yeah, yeah, no, that's not a thing. That's anymore. not a thing anymore. No. They got into the real world and, and they changed it. We folded. Yeah, we folded. Yep. You know, uh, you know, I've got to have my, uh, I've got to have my latte, and I need a yoga room. There are companies that I know, big companies that I know that are you would be privileged to work at. They're now having to have happy hours and bring in lunch or or breakfast mm. just to get people to show up to work. Unreal. It's crazy. It's unreal. It really crazy. is incredible. Uh, I remember we had an executive in at one point uh, from one of the oil companies, a former like CEO of an oil company. One of the big ones. And he was like, hey, look, you know, we look at this climate thing. It's like we understand we're, all this activism is going to happen, but in the end, you know, people need oil, and 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 they're going to wind yeah. up. Reality's going to hit them in the face. And it's interesting because I had that view for a long time with like you know younger generations who would eventually 
It's just it, not the case. Rea- like, I know I had views when I was 18 that were completely ridiculous that mm. I would look at today and say, oh, God, that was wrong. But when reality sort of hit me and I grew mm. up and I became an adult right. and I saw these things happen, I was able to look Correct. at reality and adjust my viewpoints. I don't know that that happens with these generations so, that have been like drill. It's been drilled into their head, all these crazy things from birth. So it, here's what's happening. It's just on steroids. The generation, the World War II generation, they were steeped in hard work and everything else. Then the hippie generation showed up and they changed everything. They changed free love. They changed the way the office worked. Nobody was wearing ties anymore. All of that stuff. Then we were the one. I was the one after the hippie generation. And I feel like I've spent my whole life trying to clean up the mess after the hippies. The same thing is happening. The generation that is in their 30s now, they're the hip, they're the new hippie generation. And the, the uh, what is it, the Z generation, whatever, the new Gen generation, Z. Gen, Gen Z, they're more conservative. Hmm. And they're going to be the ones doing They clean what, up the mess. They clean up the mess. Yeah. Oh, so sick of it. So sick of it. By the way, Gen Z... They are hardworking and much, much more conservative. They're not buying into the crap their elders are preaching.